And we are the Fun Sons. In the Slam Dungeon. Hey, hey, Fun Sons in the Slam Dungeon. We're here, we're doing the thing, and it's Monday, and it's time for another episode. This week we got Honey Bunches of Death on the show. This was a long overdue episode. It was a lot of fun. And you're going to have fun listening to it. So let's get down to it. Fun Sons in the Slam Dungeon, we're, we're here with um, some dudes from a band. Um, the, this band has been around for a while, but I, I, I didn't know that. But it's okay, because they're, they're here. And we're, we're here. And they're here. Um, fellas, uh, it's, it's the Honey Bunches of Death. How are you guys doing? Yeah, introduce yourselves. Freaking awesome. Yeah. My name's Rob. Uh, I'm the founder of Honey Bunches of Death. Uh, and we're here with Nick. Nick. Our lead singer. Okay. Lyricist. Yeah. Vocalist. Uh, great, say hi, Nick. great to be here as well. Oh, thank, <laughs> thank you for the permission to say hi to the audience. <laughs> Hey everyone, my name is Nick, I'm the vocalist, and yeah, we're here to some Pony Bunches of Death. Oh yeah. And excited to be here. We're excited, we're, we got you finally. Um, they gave us gift bags. Yeah. Oh yeah, we'd like you to open these gift bags and kind of describe what you're seeing, maybe what emotions it brings um, out in you. So, the first thing oh, yeah. I, I saw was uh, Honey Bunches of Death hand sanitizer. Ooh. Yeah. Um, it makes me feel just a little horny. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's what we were going for, actually. Okay. For external use only. Okay. <laughs> no, we actually give those out oh, it's free sealed. at our shows because we want everybody to feel a little horny. Yeah. <laughs> it's sealed. Look at that. Yeah. They, the music okay. isn't enough. Yeah. I mean, combine that with hands. Yeah. Yeah, just so you can pop that seal yeah. open. It's like know. a mint yeah. Pop that cherry. Yeah. <laughs> right, what else we got? So we, we also Absolutely. got a shirt. Yep. Let's check out the shirt combo. Yep. What do you think about like the softness of that shirt? Mm. Oh, that is soft. That's like... Oh my this, God. These were printed by Tiffany Rubio. Yep, she did our stickers. Yeah. Little T nice. shop. Go so, check her out. Nice. Great quality. Yeah. Ooh. Thank you, guys. Yes. Yes. Yeah, they wash really well too. Is, is this Christmas? Yeah, it, basically. <laughs> oh, Christmas in July. I had some, I had some <laughs> extra gift bags at home. It's like over the, the shot two. glass. Ooh, is this silicone? That's sick. It is. Right. <laughs> and we got we got dick pics. Look at that. This <laughs> 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 Those then, are part of the horniness as well. Okay. Okay. So like I'm like really horny. <laughs> we also give those out free. Right. We like it. We prefer a horny audience. Too. Oh, yeah. We also and a shit ton of stickers. Look at that. Yeah. And not just the dick pics. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I'll definitely put a couple of these in my record player. Nice. Those are going oh, yeah. on my mini fridge that has a bunch of band stickers on it. Sweet. Love it. Oh. Hell yeah. That's like Gen Z XXL. Oh, it's Gen oh, 2. Gen two. Oh, okay. It's like our second uh, logo. So okay. it's like yeah, a generation. The shirt that I wore was our Gen 1. Okay. So we still have shirts left over with this logo on them. Oh, really? So I just had them separated to Gen 1 and Gen 2. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Well, thank yeah. you guys yeah. so much. We don't thank think you. Gen Z listens to our music yet, but they would love it. You know, once you listen, you get it. Yeah. Listen, watch the lyric videos because people whine that they can't understand it, I guarantee you if you watch the lyric readings 
then listen to the songs, so you'll have no trouble. The setting on those videos is so comfy and cozy, too. You'll yeah, have and then, like, a lovely time the, the voice them. you use to, like, read them off is just like... <laughs> that was the idea. It's a very soothing experience. After you know, after we get you really horny, then we want you to like kind of feel calm and comfortable. Horny and calm. I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, if that's that doesn't say honey bunches of death. I don't know what does. Right. Well, thank you so horny much for the calm gifts. and excited. <laughs> aggressive. It's basically, epitome of like us. Horny. Yeah. And calm and aggressive and excited and enlightened. Yeah. Yeah, it's very enlightening. Yeah, oh, totally. 100%. Yep. So tell us how this band started out. Yeah. Okay. I'll let you take that, Rob. Thank you, man. Because I was there. I have the most <laughs> Been there since the I have the accurate description. So in 1999, <laughs> my, uh, I have a cousin who works in TV, and he was watching Mystery Science Theater 3000. Oh, shit. He was I know where this is thing, going. Right? <laughs> and Honey Bunches of Death was one of the catchphrases of the characters in one of the bad movies. That was his explanation. Like, Honey Bunches of Death was happening at the time. So he was visiting one time and he says, you should call the band Honey Bunches of Death. And like literally when he said those words, like the first logo popped into my head. I was like, oh, happy, sad. You know, good and evil. And I, I, I saw it in my head. The heart, the melting heart, the rainbow at the top. And uh, so I sketched the logo the next morning. Okay. And uh, with colored pencils, I was just like, this, this is cool. This is cool. And then music to match. And so then I started writing. Uh, I think the first song I wrote was Ooey Gooey. Okay. Which was a, a death metal song with baby. Like baby talk lyrics sung in a death metal way. <laughs> it's a, you know, cute little puppies, teeny tiny rough rough. Was the first line that ever came out of me, and I remember showing friends who were musicians like, "Hey, I got these riffs, and I got this idea." Of course, it's it's a little different. You know, people. Uh, it's hard to get musicians together. It's, hey, how'd you like to look like a moron on stage? You, know, you don't get a lot of people jumping at the chance. So that's, that's actually, that's actually what inspired me to be in this band. I'm like, wow, that's I could why, be more right, on that's stage why here. Nick really, Nick got us going. Like, mm-hmm. It wasn't a real thing until Nick joined us. It was just a really good idea. And then Nick joined us, and all of a sudden, you know, just boom. It just blew up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was like, okay, this is it. So this here's, cool. if you guys can see, that's the first version of Honey Bunches of So Death. basically the shirt you're wearing right so now. So like that. But with the gradient behind it, and then evolved it into a more graphic-looking thing, and then Nick solicited an artist from Europe, and we said, "Hey, tell us what you think," and then this is what he came up with. So that's what we're doing now. Gotcha. Uh, it's cool. And to so see. yeah, from '99, 2000, till now, there's been two versions of the band. This is definitely the most. This is the legit. This is the version. definitive version. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, we did have a previous version from 2003 to 2006, mm-hmm. and we played around town a bit, uh, smaller clubs. And, uh, but really what matters is what's happening now. But right now, right, I mean, this is the real thing. This is what we've been waiting for. This is what it's all been building to, and uh, we're, I just couldn't be happier. That yeah. It was all, it was worth all the effort. In my, I guess, uh... 
like my background with the band is that I have been ha- attending like different like metal karaoke events. I've been singing metal for uh, I don't know, I don't know, for like a, like ten to for ten to fifteen years at that point, and. Uh, people kept telling me, like, hey, you're really good, like, you should be in a band. I'm like, occasionally we'll go on Craigslist and see if there's, like, a good match or anything, and never really saw anything. Uh, then I went to, in 2020, I'm one of the few people who got to attend a music festival, which was uh, 70,000 tons of metal. Oh, <laughs> uh, in 2020, it was a brilliant lineup that year. Uh, Emperor was headlining. It was they got like a totally stacked lineup. It was amazing. Um, anyway, I got to see this band called Trollfest, um, and they're a comedy metal act um, out in Europe, I believe, Norway, Finland, one of the, one of those. I believe. Oh, definitely Scandinavia. Yeah, definitely I Scandinavia. Norway, I think it's Nor. I'm pretty sure it's yeah. Norway. Um, they're an excellent band, but um, I went to their set, I w- it was like 3 in the morning, and people were like, you have to go to Troll Fest. I'm like, dude, I'm so tired, I cannot I'm like, go to this Troll set. <laughs> anyway, my friends dragged me there, and it was just a party. It was a zoo, there was conga lines everywhere, everybody was in crazy conga. outfits, like mermaids are on stage. The mermen <laughs> were on stage. <laughs> no, no, I think they were mermaids because they had long hair and everything, hey. and everything. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> Let's not get into gender issues on this uh, podcast. Uh, Did you just uh, assume their gender? <laughs> right. Uh, Sounds but, but anyway, it was the craziest party I've ever seen. I'm like, wow, this is amazing. Like, just to be able to like provide this opportunity and like. The music is just so fun. Everybody's having the best time of their life right here. And then February 2020, I was on Craigslist, looked for like uh, metal bands, like needing vocalists. And I see this comedy metal band, Honey Bunches of Death, on there. I'm like, huh, that might be worth a shot. Like, since I was so inspired by Trollfest. Uh, and, and then I saw like what Rob and the boys were doing. I'm like, there's something here we can work with and make really Thank special. Thank you, Trollfest. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> Rob, wanted to, Rob was like immediately like, you're in the band, you're part of us. And I'm like, I'll oh, hang out for a little bit. <laughs> and see, see how this goes. Was up. Um, but like, as, as, as weeks went on, I'm just like, yeah, we can make something really special out of this. And I feel yeah, like we Nick, are. Nick is also like, we, you know, uh, I had a lot of these songs written first got together and then Nick as we were talking we just formed this cool bond like we could just rip each other mercilessly oh yeah no hard feelings no hard feelings (laughs) he's just like dude this isn't funny enough we need new lyrics for this song it's not funny well comedy is hard like it really is and so because I was typically the one who did all the lyrics all the writing whatever and I'm finally you know I'm in a band where these people are really legit creative artists that are contributing and, uh, so yeah Nick's like no this is funnier than we sit down and write every line blah 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 nah it could be funnier write the rest of the song go back no that line right there should be funnier on and on and we spend about half the time laughing our asses off at the <laughs> shit we come up with seriously so like- I just like oh I really hope and pray I mean I don't out of that uh, belief system, but 
I hope people have a, just a great time when they go. I hope they just smile and laugh and head kind of forget shit. about like forget about things for a bit. Yeah, just that's groove, what we're really all about. Just groove and have a great time and just be like, man, this is so fucked up. You're either gonna enjoy it because we're more fucked up than you, and you're gonna feel better about yourself. You're like, damn, I could be like that. <laughs> or you're just gonna be happy because it's happy stuff, fun comedy. Or you're gonna hate it so much that the bands you love are gonna even appear better. So you really you can't lose with us. Yeah, you can't should, lose. You we must be our music. every show that ever happens ever in the world. Should, we should be on it because we're gonna make it better one way or the other. It's true. Like, it's impossible to not have a positive outcome with us on the bill. Yeah. So any promoters listening to the show, you know, don't ever be scared of looking at us. Yeah, and you guys are not good either way. And you guys have been playing uh, quite a few uh, really good shows lately. I saw you guys a while back with uh, Maris the Great's music video. The guy that goes, So what was what was such a bummer for me? Like I've known I don't know Maris personally, but he's been around bands that I've been into, my friends' bands for like thirty years. So it's cool for us to be getting close to us. He threatened to kill us, and so we're you know. We don't really want to die, but yeah, we might right, have a choice. I mean, it's, I, you know, it's almost an honor tonight, but uh, he introduced us at that show, of course. Mm-hmm. Big introduction to us. Nobody recorded it. <laughs> so if you were there and you heard it, you're among elite company. and You know? We had an but, absolute uh, blast at that show, though. What a so great time. I'd like, imagine that was <laughs> fucking killer time. Yeah. We love Black Sky. It's like one of our main like metal hubs of Denver. It's definitely like my go-to mm-hmm. spot in Denver. Uh, I mean, so it's always oh, such, such an honor like, to play uh, there. And uh, and like the karaoke that I was attending was at Black Sky. So it's like really yeah. like where like my the roots Thursday and all night. my connections yeah. to the metal scene originated from. Third, so third third special place every month. Yeah, third Thursday of every month they do it. Uh, there's actually going to be metal karaoke this Thursday. I believe that is the 18th or 19th. Yeah, so Nick and I will probably be there. And we will be there with we tickets. We need to be selling tickets. When's the show coming out? Are you guys going to release this tomorrow? Tomorrow. Today, okay. basically, because okay. so we're, we're it's Monday, but yeah. like it's it's not Monday. It's it's Sunday, but <laughs> perfect. When when people are listening to it, it'll actually be Monday. Okay. So it it releases now. So but, happy Monday. Yeah, happy Monday, happy Monday, Monday. Happy <laughs> Let's Monday. take the stigma away from Mondays. Yeah, I mean, like, it's just a day it doesn't have to be a shit day. Yeah, you yeah, could be, be dead. Day. You could be dead, so relax. You could be Maris. Yeah, you could be You're going to be listening to an interview <laughs> with the craziest fucking band maybe ever. Maybe. Maybe. Either that or something else. I don't know. There's, anyway, some, weir- there's some big uh, weirdos out there, bro. So our show, our show is Friday. Friday at the Roxy. Mm-hmm. And we'll go on at 8.30 or 9 o'clock effective as headlining so please come out we have physical tickets you can buy them through the hold my ticket link please we we need to sell more tickets because we're trying to get to where we can play our headlining show for everybody and if you come bigger places i'll sign your tits for free i'll look at them I might take you. I might I'll take sign him. I'll probably sign him. Can, can, yeah. can you Actually, sign I'll sign, I'll sign, sign mine. Any, yeah, any body part <laughs> any body part on a female i will sign Male, waist up only. Okay, that's just. You know, He's got boundaries. Yeah, that's I mean, that's cool, you know. Yeah. You gotta respect that sometimes. Yeah. yeah, and I'll let you play with my mirror balls. Okay. 
Ooh, that is, that's a bonus. Yeah. That is that's a bonus. That's special. That's, yeah. that's ooh. You're not Take a picture with my mirror balls. I think I'm going to have to bust out the hand sanitizer for this one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We got extra. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You got to horn yourself up before yeah, you touch the mirror. We got plenty more hand sanitizers. Uh, external use only. Trademark copyright. All oh, right. Shit. Sure. It's all official now. Yeah. <laughs> so let me ask you this. Um, what made you want to start doing, like, comedy metal? Like, what in your brain went off that was like, you know what? I don't want to make something that's just, like, relentlessly heavy. I want people to laugh while they headbang. Like, what so, went off in uh, your head to make let you Let Nick do that? start, and I'll finish up, because I'm super curious about your answer. Yeah, I mean, for me, like, I've always been, like, a comedian my whole life. I remember, like, growing up in grade school, I was a class clown, uh, who was just, like, making jokes, like, pissing off the substitute teachers, <laughs> uh, everything. Like, it's always just been a joy of mine to make people laugh and, um, like, to see other people smiling because of the things that I do, that's the best feeling ever. Yeah, <laughs> um, and, again, like, that, ins- that extra inspiration from Trollfest was kind of, like, one of the things that, like, pushed me over the edge. I'm like, okay. And, like, and then just flowing with it and letting creativity bounce and see like how much we can actually do with this um just keeps me going because like we can always level up we can always make our shows more fun and more extreme and more crazy and chaotic and it's like a fun challenge to like offer that and push that for our audience and comedians spend so much time trying to get laughter out of the crowd but it's cool to have that balance between being a musician as well like you get them headbanging and everything it's like it's a little bit more yeah you get them headbanging but they also have a smile on their face yeah yeah ever like then that's why we try to make our our music like really groovy and like easy to move around to because we like that aspect and we want it to just be fun and like adding those two fun elements together again just creates that great party at our shows that we we dig and live for and being the life of the party is always really. Right. I love game. it. Like I, <laughs> I'm a little bit of an attention whore. Okay, so. <laughs> I mean, if you see me on yeah, stage, I'll yeah. understand why. Uh, but so I'm gonna, I'm gonna flex my age here. <laughs> I'm gonna take you way back. Uh-oh. So my, oh God. my dad <laughs> introduces me. My dad introduces me to Airplane. Right, the movie Airplane. Oh, one of the best movies. Seventy nine, eighty. Yeah. Okay. Rest that piece, type of humor, um, just the dry, dry, quick-witted, just caught me. I'm like 10 years old, yeah, and I am locked in. Like this is, this is comedy, right? Yeah. But Speaking then shortly thereafter, I'm watching The Jerk, Steve Martin. Okay. If you haven't watched it, it is one of the genius performances of all time. Leslie Nielsen, rest in peace, Leslie Nielsen. Right. The Jerk with Steve Martin, one of the greatest comedic performances of all time. So Weird Al comes along, right? And I'm in ah, fifth grade, fourth, fifth grade, something like that. And I'm listening to Dr. Demento, which was on uh, Q103, which was a station in Denver at the time. Okay. It was only on from 10 to midnight on Mondays. Go Monday. Anyway, <laughs> so I'm a kid, right? And I'm in bed listening to my little radio so my parents can't hear. He always had a thing called the Funny Five, like the most requested songs of the week. So, of course... Another one rides the bus comes out. And parody music is like born. I mean, there was other comedy music before that, like Tom Lehrer. 
I don't know if you've ever heard uh, Poison Pigeons in the Park. Sounds familiar. Fucking incredible song about poisoning pigeons. <laughs> and it's all, uh, you know, strings and piano and like, just like a 1950s, 60s vibe or something like that. Maybe even before that. Anyway, oh, wow. so I get into Weird Al. And then uh, followed him for years. Then I pick up guitar. And uh, I hadn't really tied comedy together, but like Nick. Always funny, I was a class clown when I got into weed in high school. Uh, you know, I used to go to parties at my cousin's house and I would get super high, you can imagine. We'd go to his basement and they would line chairs around the basement and put one in the middle. And I would sit in the middle of the party and just entertain people for an hour. I didn't know what I was saying. Just, <laughs> just whatever, whatever laughing at me, with me, yeah, whatever. All those, everybody's <laughs> fucking dying laughing. And I'm just glazing out of my mind. <laughs> so, again, it wasn't until I heard the words Honey Bunches of Death that it really, like the metal side of me, because I was in a band in high school, it was all Megadeth, uh, Metallica, Anthrax, Slayer. That was what we played. So I loved that music, that style, that aggression. Our other guitarist, Jeff, he and I have been friends for like 30 years. We were in my first original band together called Fatality. And we wanted to be like an overkill was our mm-hmm. inspiration. That was in 1992. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, overkill sick. Yeah. I'm always one of my favorites. That's what we wanted to be like. Um, and then, you know, as bands get together and break apart, you know, that ends. And it wasn't until 99 when Honey Bunches of Death was uttered by my cousin. Bing! Like, that's it. That's the idea. That's the ticket right there. Like, that's (laughs) everything I love about comedy and music. And, of course, I'm a huge Pantera fan. So that power groove, accessible music, a little bit justified because I'm not talented enough to play super complex stuff. I'm not classically trained. I barely have a functioning brain at all. So accessible groove music (laughs) is... It's good for me. It's what I like to hear. It's what I like to play, and you know, hopefully, gets our message across. And we'll, we're branching out. We're we're yeah. pushing Dude, each other. We're pushing each other to be more on, creative. Uh, we can give you some previews of our new songs if you want to do that. Yeah. 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 I think I probably talked enough. So if you guys want to, what else you got for us? What you got, Colin? So um, as far as like uh, playing shows and everything, uh, you mentioned a little bit earlier. Uh, you guys are playing up in uh, Wyoming. Yeah, yeah, we're going to be playing the first, the first annual uh, Freak Fest at Oil City Brewery in Casper, Wyoming, and we're going to be headlining it along with uh, Sanity's Edge, nice. uh, Darkened Sun, and Hell Circus. So Sanity's Edge and Honey Bunches of Death will have the two headlining sets, and Hell Circus and Darkened Sun are opening the show for us. Okay, it'll be Saturday, August twenty-sixth, first annual. So we hope to. Hope to be part of that every year because we're the freakiest. But you know, we're definitely grateful for Jeremy and Mac and the band Repent, Rocky Mountain Entertainment LLC, to, for booking us there. I, I cannot wait to go up there and just leave a scar on Wyoming. <laughs> yeah, we're, I'm just, I can't we're incredibly excited. Uh, we're we're uh, interested to see like what kind of reactions we get from that new kind of audience for us, uh, and really excited to bring it to a new place. And 
God. Um, and and not only that, like songs. we're playing our headlining set. So we're playing 75 minutes of music, which has only happened in one other occasion. So like if you are a true Honey Bunch as a Death fan, better go to Wyoming. Wyoming. Yeah. <laughs> well, and we're, you know, if you'll come to our show Friday, the more people that show up, the more we can tell promoters, hey, people like our stuff. You know, we're going to sell 100, 150 tickets to every show. We can start calling these places and have some justification. I mean, everybody wants to head back. Duh, oh, yeah. Duh, right? Yeah. Not everyone has enough material. Not everyone has the concept or the plan to deliver that in a cohesive way, but you got to sell tickets. I mean, We're pretty happy how our, um, our 75 minutes uh, went for our album release show. Like, we, we thought it went pretty smoothly. Like, it was such an incredible night for us. Uh, Where was that at? We played that at Trailside, oh, um, and we packed the place out. It was an absolute blast of a party in there. Yeah, uh, S&P messaged us after the show and said it was an official sellout. So nice. Oh, very, I didn't realize yeah, that. That's it was awesome. Very, very cool. And Zach Beecroft and Swinging News Productions and that whole team, you know, we couldn't love them more except for the restraining order. <laughs> Otherwise, okay. we love them more. But it's like a hundred yard thing, so yeah, you know, nobody's. I mean, even seventeen feet's not going to get you there. Yeah, lucky yeah. <laughs> that's only for Rob. I can say that. Exactly. It wasn't the whole band. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't think they do that. Or like restraining order for a whole band. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's not how the law works. Jesse's kind of creepy for a young kid. He's probably in there. Just like hiding in the back, like <laughs> yeah. If you look at all of our stuff, Jesse's always smiling. So you can't trust that guy. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, uh, that Casper show is on uh, August twenty sixth. It's gonna be an absolute blast. And uh, we also have another show that's going to be announced uh, pretty soon. Yeah, it's um, a big one. It's around Halloween. Well, let's just let's just say we have a Halloween special. Yeah. That is going to blow your brains out. So stay tuned to our socials to And I'm looking forward about to our costume choices for that show. Oh, boy. I'm really... It's going to be unreal. It's going to be super cool. It's going to be unreal. <laughs> it's definitely going to be an announcement you're not going to want to miss. So keep an eye out on the Honey Bunches page. Make sure you're following them on Facebook and... Instagram. 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 And we also put our lyric readings up on TikTok. Yep. So if you're a TikTokish type person, I just put the lyric videos there. Yeah, we just uh, we We're just trying to go YouTube. The, okay. Yeah, the near it's, future uh, we are going to have some YouTube. Okay. Um, and it's going to be really cool. Yeah, we just uploaded a crazy ass video for our friend David from Human Paint for his birthday yesterday. Oh, so, nice! I love Human Paint. Yeah. Yeah. So it's. Uh, it's crazy. <laughs> I'll just leave it at that. Yeah, everybody's been getting into the TikToks lately. Yeah. yeah. We, we just did, so we're just uploading a bunch of shit to it, so. Yeah. So we've got a, would you like a preview of a new song that Nick and I are you Are you okay with sharing that with the I mean, What kind of preview are you? So, you no, think? just talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> talk about it. Let's, let's I don't think it. we should talk about any songs. <laughs> no, because we're... Uh, you know, mental like a lyric reading video. We should give a preview of uh, the subject matter of okay. one of the new songs. Uh, which one are you thinking? I'm thinking the Insane Train of Insane Pain. Oh, because that's okay. the one that's the most flesh. Okay, okay. I think we so. And this it's a good example of how Nick and I work together. So, like the Insane Train of Insane Pain was born that I was going to uh, 
kind of depress everybody <laughs> of a guy who was like his mom always told him you could ever you could do whatever you put your mind to so he stands on train tracks and he's going to stop a train with his mind <laughs> and of course he gets blasted and just liquefied because that's a bunch of shit like he can't do everything he's like Marcus you shouldn't lie to kids <laughs> that's ridiculous because you why should we give kids hope well, like, no but I mean you can't stop the just, world is hopeless and then no, no, it'll no. Tough. you can't just generate <laughs> anything you put your mind to so no. could, could you imagine his minds are weird right you, you can't do anything you put your mind to like I can't walk to Mars right now but could you imagine? Could you imagine though, if you know, when you were a kid, you know, and you know, your parents are like, you could be whatever you want to be, you know. Could you imagine that? Like, you got like a whole bunch of like ninjas running around, like, my ex-wife told my son that, and she said that uh, be anything you want to be, and I was like, don't tell him that. What if he wants to be the first seven-foot Chinese woman to play in the NBA? Right? <laughs> <laughs> you can't do that. You cannot give this kid false hope. Dude. You can't do that. Hey. Don't lie to the kid. That's not right. Like, what if he's super creative? Right? It's then he grows up and whole life thinking he can to. do this. Thinking he can do this, and it's not possible. So anyway. So... Now, here's the funny part. We haven't even got started on what this song's really about. Yeah, and you got me in stitches right so now. We're, <laughs> so we're talking, and uh, Nick's like, nah, it's not funny enough. It's not funny enough. It's not visual enough. And so we just start brainstorming, whatever. So what the song is going to be about is a man who gets drunk with his buddy and on a dare eats his son's toy train, his Thomas the Train. <laughs> the next morning, he wakes up on the shitter over of course with just awful pains in his chest and stomach just like agonizing right and he starts to go through the previous night like what the hell happened meanwhile his son's on the other side of the bathroom door bam 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 dad 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 I can't find Tom I can't find the train I can't find Mr. Train and it comes back to him he's like oh shit I ate the kid's train so the song's about remembering that, and then he's realizing as the sun, as the sun, as the train is passing through his system, it's going to tear his intestines apart and kill him. <laughs> so he's going to die because of this. And the song concludes with him blaming the kid for his train obsession. It's <laughs> very dark. So why, why does that remind me of uh, the first Jackass movie where Ryan Dunn shoves a toy car in a condom? You know what? In some way, that must have been part of the inspiration. But yeah, absolutely, I don't know. that's a legendary. I don't know. It just, but that was how how drastically it changed with Nick and I were challenging each other. Oh, it's not funny enough. It's not funny enough. So instead keep of hitting the, it, keep hitting it, it gets really, really funny. Yeah, it's, it's really graphic. The Bottom of an Endless Pit was a, is one of our most popular songs. I mean, a handful of people have heard it. So instead, of, imagine, instead like, of a train running on him, it's a train running through him. Yeah. It's train <laughs> yeah. chugging through yeah. his intestines. And then Nick came, came up with, he was, yeah, I mean, we exchange ideas all the time, but then Nick's like, yeah, fuck you, kid, and your stupid train obsession. And now it's the kid's fault. Well, it's really, yeah, it's really right funny. So, like, there's, like, in the song, there's a lot of, like, back yeah. and forth dialogue between the kid and the father. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
so it's we're we're really like kind of taking so a, a, super, a risky step there. Super excited uh, to get it going. Absolutely, yeah. It's a it's a really fun purpose. song. If yeah. only Jesse could keep up on drums. <laughs> 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 hey, it's your fault you're not here, man. <laughs> Fucking Jesse. <laughs> Fucking Jesse. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. He's a great drummer. We love him. <laughs> so bottom of an endless pit. This is another good example of how things change when we get together. I wrote it with the first version of the band, and it was a song about nonsense. I was inspired by Dio's lyric, A Rainbow in the Dark, which I think makes no sense. <laughs> How's there a rainbow? If it's dark, there's no light. How do you have a rainbow in the dark? It just makes no sense. Right? That is silly as fuck. So I thought, oh, you're at the bottom of an endless pit. Well, if it's endless, how are you at the bottom? It makes no sense. So I wrote the whole song with a bunch of meaningless lyrics. You know, lyrics like a bus up in a tree, a pogo stick on Arbor Day. Like, the whole song was just nonsense. So I introduced it to Nick. Like, hey, here's the lyrics you're going to be singing. And he reads it. He's like, this doesn't make any sense. I said, I know that's the point. It's like, that's not funny, though. Like, but it's funny. No, I think it makes no sense. I think it's super yeah, funny. It gets around snickering, like, but nobody no, else. <laughs> <laughs> totally fine. I get it. And uh, so we start writing, okay, okay let's, let's rewrite it. Let's, what's this new idea? What's this new idea? So it's basically a four-year-old hooks up with a 50-year-old cougar with a pussy so wide you could hold the Kentucky Derby inside. And he spends, and he spends 84 years trying to dig his way out. <laughs> and so it's you know and, it actually it, turns it, it, out yeah. that inside her vagina is a slave mine of liquors <laughs> right so he's forced to be a slave liquor forever <laughs> no <laughs> yeah right so you know that's how that's how shit comes to be in the band and then we take it to the other guys and we basically show them the music and we don't really talk about the lyrics that much. They may and not then, even really know what the hell And then they're like, we're recording, or they like hear the line after like a music stops or something, and they're like, wait, you say that there? <laughs> <laughs> what? So, what has been your favorite song that you've personally created? I'll let Nick go first. Yeah. My, my personal favorite, it's not yet recorded, will be on our second album. Um, but it's a song that is called Don't Do the Necrophilia. <laughs> um, we actually made a, like a PSA video about this as well. Um, we stand very, I did watch that. You watched I, the PSA? Good, good. <laughs> um, I am familiar. Yeah, so we stand very firmly against uh, necrophilia, but... <laughs> so you're against Maris. <laughs> no, 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 that's, stop, that's the stop, real quick, stop. The undead are conscious beings. This is We're true. against non-consensual dead people. Okay. The gotcha. dead can't speak for Exactly. Them. You want to fuck undead? They can get yourself until it falls off. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. that's the dead If it's consensual, it's cool. <laughs> yeah. We're just against non-consensual dead people. So, gotcha. so a couple things I really like about this song. First of all, it opens with like this like surf groove riff <laughs> <laughs> which I think is just amazing 
Um, and I love it, like, the whole song is saying, don't do the necrophilia, but then all the verses are about doing necrophilia. <laughs> well, it's, it's a cautionary tale about what a kid sees when you take part in necrophilia. So, yeah, like, and a kid observes it and grows up to take part in it again, you know, you're victim of your environment so so it's a cautionary thing. exactly and that's what i was going to get to next and that's what i really love about the song too so uh, i'm a behavior analyst and i would love to discover and explore like the relations between like how somebody grew up what they experience or behavioral history and how it relates to like what they do so in like the pre-choruses of this we give like little clips about how this person was introduced to necrophilia and how it became such a big thing. So it really gets deep into like the, the origin story of a necrophiliac. Um, just an example of one of those lines is, um, when I was three, I saw my mama ride a dead Christmas tree, and now that I'm 12, I'd fuck dead Santa in front of his elves. Right, so you gotta be careful what you're doing with trees while the kids are around, right? Exactly. But nobody talks about that. Right. You don't hear about it on the news. Right. It doesn't get any press. Exactly. And then here this kid is, just a poor three-year-old, he doesn't know what to do. Yeah. <laughs> Mom's just getting off right. on this dead bush in her bush. Right. And... <laughs> tree in the bush is like a hand in the feather. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, aside from comedy, uh, when there it comes, oh, sorry, <laughs> what? Uh, but besides comedy, um, musically, who would you say are your main inspirations? Mm-hmm. I've had I've had so many over the years because I'm old. Remember? Right. Right. So. Like earliest I can remember, Neil Diamond, The Eagles, nice. uh, Kiss, Double Platinum. Really loved that. But then uh, I got into Michael Jackson. Thriller came out. Okay. Okay. Uh, but then I got into metal through Motley Crue, Shout of the Devil. Yeah, to- by a still. total fluke, I did not. I saw them on the Theater of Pain tour on the Girls, Girls, Girls tour. Mm-hmm. That was 84 and 86, I think. You could probably um, still understand uh, the vocalist by then. They were they were still they were still good back then. That was uh, during their prime. But anyway, uh, so then I got I went from Motley Crue to Slayer. Rain and Blood completely changed the direction of my life. I heard Rain and Blood, and I came back to school with all my cassettes in my hands of all the hair metal I was listening to at the time. Just started handing them out to everyone in the hall. Hey, you, know just like, you like this stuff? You like this stuff? Just like, uh, <laughs> and I was down to rain and blood. And just like, uh, I listen to. You ever see uh, Dumb and Dumber? Where it was like, <laughs> oh, yeah. where they were just handing out the money. Like, there you oh, go. Yeah, now. yeah. Was that you with, oh, the, yeah. with the old cassettes? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thank you for mentioning Dumb and Dumber. That's right up there with Airplane and Fury. Yeah. But anyway, uh, so Slayer, I listened to Rain and Blood for three months straight. Drove to school listening to it, listened to it at school, after school, go to bed, wake up. It didn't leave my ears for three months. Then Cowboys from Hell mm-hmm. is the next like big moment. Uh, and I've just been riding that wave kind of ever since. Gotcha. But I also love, you know, I also love like funk, like Tower of Power. And, uh, you know, I love blues and Steve Ray Bond and that kind of, kind of mm-hmm. stuff too. Happy. You know, I love playing. I have some other friends that I jam with that we do that kind of jam band stuff. And it's super 
<laughs> yeah, metal's my soul. Metal's, <laughs> if I had a soul, it would be metal. Yeah. <laughs> For me, I think like my biggest vocal inspirations are. Uh, Trevor Sternad from Black Dahlia Murder, for Rest sure. Rest in peace. Rip Trevor. Yep. He, uh, he actually, uh, we we got him off of a cameo, but he announced my... Uh, we did. Yeah, mm-hmm. he announced that I was joining the podcast originally. Oh, way that's back so in the day. awesome. Yeah. That's so cool. What, what a great guy. Yeah, uh, he, was, he was the best. And a fucking talented vocalist. Uh, I love that dude. And he was, he was one of those dudes that, like... You know, if you go to see one of their shows and he sees you, you know, mm-hmm. it's one of those things where it's like, if he starts talking to you, it feels like... You're just homies. <laughs> yeah. And you haven't seen each other in a while. He's, you know, and he also comes off as like, hey man, how's it going? Where the fuck have you been? You know, kind of thing. <laughs> like, uh, but yes, rest in peace, Trevor. That's yeah, definitely absolutely. one of my inspirations. So. Yeah, and he actually, um, Black Dahlia uh, uh, and Trevor, like, grew up where I grew up in, in Michigan. Oh, shit. <laughs> uh, okay. He grew up, like, 15, 20 minutes away from me, and I feel like Black Dahlia Murder was my was my introduction to, like, really extreme metal. Gotcha. <laughs> uh, and here. once I heard, like, his high screams, I'm like, oh, yeah, this is what I love. <laughs> Uh, but, uh, his, he's a big inspiration, uh, definitely Travis Ryan from Cattle Decapitation as well, uh, George from Death Heaven, uh, on the black metal side, and then I feel like a lot of, like, my singing, especially, like, the high notes that I like to hit are inspired pretty deeply from, uh, Rody Walker from Protoss the Hero. Okay, okay. Uh, so, kind of, kind of... Rewinding a little bit back with Travis Ryan, I have a disgusting story with him. Oh yeah, <laughs> let's oh, hear it. So, let me grab another. Beer. Yeah, you might you might need it uh, for this story. Cool if I grab another. Beer. Yeah, of course. Thank you. You need more? Yeah, yeah I, I need I'll another beer to tell the okay. story because. Sound you hear is the refrigerator you, you opening and closing. Do not be alarmed. <laughs> so, I saw a cattle decapitation at the van. Yes. Um, shit. It's it's a venue that's not far from here. I think it was like... Oriental? No. Um, the Larimer Lounge, I want to say. Larimer Lounge, really? Yeah. Small venue. Yeah. Right, right next so, to Rocket Space? Yes, yes. Yep, that's Larimer. Um, nice. So they were playing with Revocation, Full of Hell. Wow. Um, what was this? <laughs> God damn it. It was it was before the, the COVID times. Gotcha, I gotcha. Uh, yeah, it was Cattle Decapitation, uh, Revocation, Full of Hell, and Artificial Brain. Okay. So, and I remember um, Cattle Decapitation was just about to play, you know, and then, you know, they start doing their little intro or whatever. Travis Ryan, I shit you not, like the ceiling is like, it's like right here, where that, where that starts, you know? Sure, like eight, nine He's feet, nine feet tall. Yeah, he's listening. Um, so he, he he hawks a fucking loogie up on that ceiling. Oh, it no. sticks and it comes down just a little bit and it stops. And it stays there the entire fucking set. That sounds like a double dare, Nick. Yeah, yeah. So I was just you might spit that thick. You know, they're they're all fucking doing songs about like, you know, the extinction of humanity, like go vegan and shit like that. Right. And here I, I am just look. staring at his 
fucking loogie. I'm just like, <laughs> what the I, fuck does this man eat? I highly <laughs> doubt you were the only one staring at that. That whole show. Yeah, that's it was crazy. just it was just like dangling there. It's just like, <laughs> like something you forget to listen. Yeah. I've heard. Oh of shit! I haven't been listening to the music. <laughs> I've heard a vocalist like chugging honey before the show to like throat their or to cover their throat. Yeah, he probably like chugging molasses. <laughs> Something, man. Yeah. It was like Jesus. Like I know this dude's vegan. Like you know, that's hilarious. Like whatever with that kind of diet, it's all good. But like, it's just like, what the fuck was in his spit that made it stick like that? Like it, like it just like it was just like a little like. Like on the ceiling, you know? Yeah. And then just like it started coming down and then it just stopped. And it stayed there the entire <laughs> Like I was just like, what the fuck? That's disgusting. <laughs> That's disgusting. Well, Travis, we'll make, if you're maybe listening, maybe we can, maybe we can merch that. Stage. Yeah, yeah. Nobody likes that. We still that. love you though. Nobody we can likes merch that. We can merch that. We could get some slime. Throw it at the ceiling, just have it dangling all over Ooh. the places we play. <laughs> I don't want to scare our audience. <laughs> it sounds like a pretty like don't look traumatic up my, experience. Don't look up my skirt if you don't want to be scared. <laughs> you were saying sorry. Yeah, I, I I had to cut you off and say that disgusting story. But your oh inspirations, Travis Ryan. Um, uh, Trevor Sternad, uh, what's his face from uh, Death George Heaven. from Death Heaven, and then uh, Rody Walker from Protest the Hero. Gotcha. I think they're my main four. Gotcha. Good choice. Let me mention some modern bands that I love. Like I love Avatar. Okay. Zeal and Ardor and oh. Lamb of God. Lamb of God. Just I saw Lamb of God just blow Megadeth out of the building. Holy shit! The last time at Ball Arena. Ooh. Lamb of God was just, it was one of the most, per- as a guitarist, like, it was about as perfect as you could have. The sound was just so incredible. The riffs were crisp and clear and so freaking bendy. It was so awesome. I'm glad they brought back the Burn the Priest stuff a little bit. Uh, Avatar, we just saw it. The Ogden, I paid for Nick's ticket. Like, yeah, that was a great I show. I said, you have to see these. You just don't. Not my if, favorite music, but they're but stage if you don't, performance like, if you don't amazing. know who they are and what they do, like you're not really going to get all of Honey Bunches of Death. I mean, they they have a show, they have a pace, like there's no wasted moments in the show. So you hour and a half, and there's not a wasted second. So I I'm I'm awesome. also familiar with Avatar. Um, it's one of those it's one of those bands that I would also put up there with like Guar, where you don't really go for the music. You go for the show. I respectfully disagree. Their music is their latest album, Dance Devil Dance. Mm-hmm. I believe is a perfect album. It is perfect. I enjoy the music end. much more live than yeah. their studio recordings. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm, I'm the same way with Gore, honestly. Like, yeah, I, I can't to me, stand Gore. Is like I feel like Avatar is slightly less to me, the music is than Gore. <laughs> to me, that yeah, the music is secondary. Yeah, yeah Guar is like total like Guar is like ten out of ten meme. Where like Avatar is like a six and a half, six to seven out of ten meme. <laughs> yeah, 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 right, I would agree with that. There, I think I that's think the Avatar difference. Is music there. first, mm-hmm. music. Uh, but anyway, there. I feel like you could you could you could fall on your head. If you don't know who Zealand Arbor is, oh my god, Zealand we also saw Zealand Arbor at the Bluebird. Oh shit! Okay, and, dude, that band is. They're, they love unbelie- that band. they're unbelievable. They're so cool. Like, they're, they're just such Are you guys familiar? I don't think I've heard of them. They're such a unique style. 
they, they play like, and live. It was like ten times. They play better. like slave worker railroad black metal. Right. <laughs> that's a mouthful. <laughs> yeah, right. It's very yeah, like soulful us. and like rhythm based, and it's and, uh, like, and it's uh, satanic in order. And say, yeah, it's very it's so satanic. It's got the, it's, I think what they derived the band from was like, what if the slave workers found Satan instead of Jesus? Yeah, they were forced into Catholicism and Christianity. This is the what music they would play. Right? Interesting. Yeah. Very interesting band. Too. Very oh, cool. Yeah. And they, so, they groove. They groove hard. It's so interesting. Like, it's nothing you've ever heard. I'll definitely check that out. Oh my god, they're so good. Yeah, live, I, love those, even, I love those bands that are just like nothing you've ever heard. Dude, I love the Dead, rush of live and music. And just how the, so that whole lineup for that show, the whole lineup for that show was yeah, nuts. Was, uh, I, missed the, I missed the opener, but they had Imperial Triumphant opening. Yeah. Um, and I didn't know them at the time, but I like recently stumbled back upon them and they're like, <laughs> their noise is like really clicking with my brain right now. <laughs> I call it noise instead of music because it's not really that musical, <laughs> but it's Triumph. really awesome. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was an experience. Yeah. But anyway, Zealand Arter, and we love the scene. There's so many good Denver bands right now. Oh yeah, like when Absolutely. I was in Fatality back in '92, mm-hmm. dude. If you played metal, you you played Wednesday mornings at Cricket on the Hill at one a.m. Like, dude, it was it was miserable. The dark times. It was like medieval. Yeah, it was like medieval. It was, dude, it was unbelievably awful back then for metal bands. Right now is just. So, tell you what, metal friends and metal bands, we're playing Fridays and Saturdays. Enjoy every goddamn second. Fuck yeah. Because it wasn't always this way. So let's go around and tell us your favorite local bands right now. I have a couple right now I can give you. Go for it. So just want to give a shout out. And you don't have to mention us. It's cool. (laughs) Yes, definitely. (laughs) No, it's okay. It's okay. You know, I I, I really like um, the dudes in Angelic Desolation. Yeah. You know, um, just their promo game. Great things about them. Yeah, their their promo game is always on point. You know, like to promote their shows, they're always doing like goofy ass fucking videos. You know, Um, their their music is just catchy as fuck. It's easy to headbang to. I would definitely put that on a try not to headbang challenge. You probably came across <laughs> one of those on YouTube. Netflix. <laughs> Got an idea. Uh, also, really like you know the dudes in Human Paint. Um, they're always a great hang. Um, there's just so many. I know there's We're, so many. Yeah. Um, you know, and you know, you guys definitely too are just like you know, you're one of the few bands from Denver. That like, well, you know, Maris too, but you're one of the few bands in Denver that will put a smile on my face while I'm headbanging, you know. Mm-hmm. So, gotta give a shout out to all those three, and of course you guys. But what are your favorite local bands? Man, I know I'm gonna forget somebody, so I'm gonna. Forget. <laughs> I know. You know what? I like all of them. The thing <laughs> is, I know I know so many that I've seen. I go to so many local shows, and there's just. Jesus Christ, there's so much fucking talent in this state. Oh, seriously. The scene here is so good. But I'm, I love Purge the Heretics. I 
love War Crown, Blood of Lilith, mm -hmm. so many bands that we've played with. Uh, Vintage Future, uh, Seeds of Descent. Vintage Future. Fucking phenomenal. We got Space Corpse, Among the Bodies. Uh, I just saw Helgermites. They played with us at Black Sky. Okay. Phenomenal oh, band. Those kids were awesome. <laughs> oh, my, like, just, like, when you watch these bands, you're like, how the fuck are these like, guys local? Like, right? right? Like, how, <laughs> how is this happening? And I don't know about it. <laughs> yeah, it's so insane. They tour in Europe right now. Maris's, Maris's band is great. Yeah. And God, I've seen so many, and I apologize to everyone if I'm forgetting you because. Let's just shout out the entire go, metal scene. Like, go seriously. see local shows. Yeah. Go There's so much local talent shows. right in your town, support, no matter where you are. Support opening bands. Yeah. Every fucking band was an opening band at one point in their life. Mm -hmm. Go support them. You'll be able to brag to your friends. Oh, I remember them when this and that. We've all got those stories, and we all love telling them. Support locals. Support the opening bands. Mm -hmm. I guarantee you'll... Some of them will change your fucking life. Oh, yeah. You know? Definitely. You know, bands like Humanity, like, they're, they're pretty unique. Like I saw, um, I don't know if you know who Arrival of Autumn is. Hmm. We, saw Arrival, we saw Arrival of Autumn at Herman's Highway. Okay. And I'm watching, standing right in front of the stage, pretty, it wasn't a super big crowd, kind of thing. And I'm watching these guys, and I'm like, fucking hey, man. God, these guys are just so tight. Super technical, nothing I could ever write, but really good. Boom, they're on the In Flames tour like two weeks later. Damn. God damn. Right? So we'll, and Nick has a story about Rivers of Nile. Okay. Nick, tell that story. What story? About seeing them at Moe's. Oh, yeah. Are <laughs> yeah, you freaking kidding me? Yeah, they played at Moe's. Um, then it was an awesome set because they played all through Owls Know My Name. Um, and they had their sax player there. It was like oh, the only shit. time they did that. They they were headlining and then they brought on Entheos uh, and Cheney Crab. It's just Mose. like Moe's. Are you freaking kidding? Me? I know Moe's. So, like, get one of your own so stories. Cool. Go out and see shows. Get one of your own stories like this, and you'll yeah. love telling it. And everyone will think you're so cool, and we all want to be cool. Yeah. And, uh, so oh, the band Repent. I can't. Yeah. I'd be remiss if I forget. Yeah, those They've guys rip. So good to us. Glass Helix, <laughs> Hell Circus. Man, I could go on and on. I'm so sorry. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> just to, just to pop off a few you more. Thank for forgetting you. I'm so sorry. Like, all the just names know that I said. My brain doesn't really work, and I think it's just a nerd. Big one, big one so I think I'm you're missing, Rob, yeah. is a Celestial Wizard. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Celestial oh, Wizard. Yeah. Those guys are so good. <laughs> saw them at Seventh Circle. Nice. What a oh. weird place that <laughs> The Seventh oh. Circle. <laughs> I thought I was in the wrong. Yeah, that's <laughs> basically the vibe of the seventh circle. It's like, <laughs> it's like do I belong it's, here? Should it's I be here? As fun, but it was so cool. Huge shout out to Celestial Wizard. I actually uh, played in a band with a guitarist, Will. Nice. Uh, we played in or demented together. Nice. Will is. Nice. I I can never say enough nice things about Will. He is one of the most talented guitarists I've ever met. Like he he will. Like effortless, effortlessly play Beethoven compos compositions on his uh, guitar, and he like he'll post that stuff to the Facebook and all that stuff. Right, he's cool. unbelievable. I would love to be talented someday, man. Yeah. Someday, someday, <laughs> I care. 
you know, I don't know. I'm like, I'm going to be 53 this year, so I figure like, what, maybe 30 years, best case. <laughs> and, oh, man, I, I'm going to make it one of these days. <laughs> I'll be talented. Maybe about 30 days. years. Left. When you grow up, bro. I'm so, I'll never grow up. I might grow old, I'll never grow up. It's so, cool. <laughs> it's so cool seeing that Celestial Wizard Band as well, like, doing two big-ass tours. Yeah, didn't they, they just play Canada? I'm, I'm friends with uh, Kyle, the bassist. Yeah. Yep, yep. What a cool dude. Yeah, cool. absolutely. One of the coolest cool people you ever used to be in uh, Condemned to Burn. Forgot to mention yep, that. Yep. Sorry. We got those guys <laughs> last week. <laughs> Super cool dudes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Doria, Phantom yep. Stone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who we We're still just... want to play with. Wink. Wink. <laughs> nudge, nudge. A couple more I want to add are like um, Oak Ash and Thorn. Okay. Yep. Dreadnought. Um, Glass Human. So many. So I'm, many. I'm forgetting so many right now. You know, one I want to give a shout out to, they just dropped a new album, uh, Crown Magnetar. Yep. yep. Yeah. I don't so know that. We got those guys way back in the day. Okay, okay. Way back. Yeah, they're signed on to a unique leader now. Cool. Wow, that's awesome. And they just did a tour with uh, Dying Fetus, if I'm not mistaken. Nice. Yeah, they're doing one with, uh, they're doing that entire tour with Pale Face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From Switzerland. Yep. Mm-hmm. But it's been really cool to see those guys grow over the years. That's yeah. so cool. And it's kind of weird, because, like, when I got them, you weren't a part of it at the yeah. time. When I got them, like, we actually did that episode in my car. It's called, uh, the episode's called Pissing in a Dunkin' Donuts Cup. <laughs> so, um, yeah, we all just fucking piled into my tiny-ass Ford Focus. And, oh, like, yeah. Monday. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Love it. So, let me, uh, let's close this episode out. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, F minus. <laughs> Let me let's let's close this episode out. So, Honey Bunches of Death. What kind of cereal do you think that would be? Mm, that's a fantastic question. I've so actually thought I, about trying to come up with a cocktail too, so we could have okay. drink specials at our show. Okay. So my cool. mom actually she made a Honey Bunches of Death cookie. And it's basically like honey bunches of oats, marshmallow, and chocolate chips, and it's pretty awesome. I would think you have to incorporate fruit because we need color. Yeah. Yeah. No. So I would Probably. think like maybe like strawberries, blueberries, pineapple. Maybe like some like free like some chocolate. And I'm thinking like some free like cranberries or but something. But then there has to be like some like we need like bran or something like something. Tough, yeah, so yeah, yeah. supposed to eat. So how about, how about, um, because yeah. like when I when I think of uh, honey bunches of death, you know, I just think of honey bunches of oats with a side of cyanide. Ooh, <laughs> <laughs> maybe just a microdose cyanide, so you just die a little bit, just a little bit. <laughs> it's pretty hard to microdose cyanide. It's like well, dude, we have one milligram kills we you. Have so. Well, then you use a microgram. Microgram's smaller than a milligram. Yeah. Well, I just pulled a number out of my ass, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I don't actually know. It's probably yeah. smaller than that. I'll bet you could microdose it. Just die a little bit. Microdose it. Sorry. Just so we got a couple strawberries, organs. blueberries, pineapple, <laughs> marshmallows, bran, and cyanide. There we go. All right. <laughs> Chemists, get on it. <laughs> Come on, Kellogg's. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Hey, if suicide ever Kellogg's becomes illegal, we'll make the honey bunches of death euthanasia cereal. <laughs> so that's one of my one of the things I like too. I I call us a spiritual euthanasia. 
Okay, okay. Yeah. Spiritual euthanasia below wholesale. Yeah. <laughs> your spiritual will kill that. <laughs> Gentlemen, it's been an absolute pleasure um, chatting with you guys. Um, are there any last thoughts you would like to put out? Come there? to our shows. Or buy our merch. Buy our CDs. Please, just buy tickets. Come see us. We're going to be dead soon. Or any see, I'm going to be less desperate. You're going to have a great time if you come see us. So yeah, like, yeah, maybe yeah, you should think about coming to see us because otherwise uh, you're going to have some FOMO, bro. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> definitely. Definitely. Friday. 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 July 21st, July 21st. at the Roxy. Uh, August 26th in Casper. And watch out for a And Friday the 21st, Dallas. we worked with RTD. And RTD made their services free the month of July, specifically for Honey Bunches of Death. So you can ride the light rail right to 25th and Welton. Free. No shit. And 25th and Weldon is like two blocks from the Roxy. So no, it stops right at the front door. Yeah. So you can be you literally right get off the, at the train, front door, let the train go, and then you walk across the street. Boom, front door. And you can no get shit. as drunk as yeah. you want at the yep. show. Yeah. And you can. And you got, got free ride, ride home too, right? because we paid off our TV. Is fighting legal? What's that? Fighting's legal on our TV, right? I think so. <laughs> yeah. It's like the subway, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. For sure. Yeah. Uh, there's already people like doing drugs and shit on our TV buses. Oh yeah. Well. oh yeah. That's why whenever I go in there, I feel like you know I just contracted fucking HIV or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, gentlemen, yeah. thank you so much for being here. Thank you for thank having you. us. Thank of course, of thank course. You, you. This has been an honor. See you guys. Ladies and gentlemen, that was Honey Bunches of Death. Next week, we don't have a band booked quite yet. Who do you want to see on Fun Sons? Message us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. Tell us who you want on Fun Sons, and maybe we'll do it. Thanks again for all of your support. It really means a lot. And as always, we'll see you next time. <laughs>